I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. College programs must be competitive in name, image, and likeness. It impacts current athletes and affects the decisions of recruits. And Gator fans can put UF at the forefront of NIL. The Gator Collective is leading the charge, uniting fans and student-athletes like never before. Commit for exclusive content, interactions, and events which bring you closer than ever to your favorite players. Also, by joining the Gator Collective, you're empowering these student-athletes to build relationships and develop skills that go far beyond just making money. You're providing an avenue for these Gators to excel in life. NIL will change the landscape of college sports, and we can't be left behind. In this talent acquisition business, NIL will play a huge role in Florida returning to the elite status in college football. Gator Nation, do your part by joining the Gator Collective today. Want more Gators Breakdown? Join Gators Breakdown Plus. Starting at $3 a month, get access to unique episodes, plus a blog, chat room, giveaways, shoutouts, and more. Gators Breakdown Plus is furthering the interaction with fans and listeners like you. Head to gatorsbreakdown.supportingcast.fm to join Gators Breakdown Plus today. Gators Breakdown. Because there's never a dull moment in Gator Nation. If we want championship results, we've got to have championship practice. Championship practice. There we go. Well, it's spring practice for the Gators. As Dory Napier has said, it starts right now. If you want to build that championship team, it starts in practice and spring practice right now for the Gators. It gets underway. In Billy Napier's first year. I am David Waters, host of Gators Breakdown. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Coming at you as far as his to feel for spring practice. Plenty to get into. Where we get to talk to Billy Napier again for the first time. We get to hear from Anthony Richardson, Emory Jones. As far as the quarterback battle goes, uh, Anthony Richardson bouncing back from injury. Emory Jones deciding not to transfer, come back from Florida. So plenty to get into with that storyline and some practice news and notes that you guys have probably seen out there. But we'll go over them just a bit here as well as, uh, you know, another episode of Gators Breakdown. Uh, Will Miles and Nick Knudsen got we got we got together one more time uh, to go over the roster. This week it was the defense. Last week it was the offense. So check those couple of episodes out, too, if you haven't done so yet. But spring practice starting today had to – kind of dive in, put the microscope under the first day of spring practice and getting all that started. So before we get started, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Really helps us out here on Gators Breakdown. Leave some comments out there uh, as well, whether you're watching the YouTube version, 
whether you're watching um, or listening on your favorite podcast platform or out there on social media, uh, mainly out there on Twitter as well. So, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Plenty, plenty to get into. And yeah, Billy Napier talked to the media today and had plenty to say, of course, <laughs> with spring practice kicking off. Uh, but got into it with you know talking about just um, the the experience, all the experience that he has on this Gator team, kind of up there near the top and then below that, not so much experience. So he gets into that here just a bit. You know, I think the big thing for our team, if you evaluate our roster relative to just experience in general, right? If you look at the participation charts from the past, who's played a lot in games, uh, you know, we've got probably a first group that has some significant experience, but after that, there's a lot of un- unknowns, right? There's a lot of competition. So for me, that's what I see, right? I see a handful of players that have played, you know, they know how to compete, they understand what's required to be ready. Uh, to play in a big game. And then we got a lot of players that are really green uh, that we've got to do a good job of developing kind of that second and third group. Man, that's what we've do, kind of been discussing the last couple of weeks on Gators Breakdowns. We go through the roster heading into spring practices. And, and he's right. You know, you start looking at that uh, group of players. I mean, you can name almost at every position the guys who played, but then the guys behind them, especially on defense, uh, when we went over that, is – you know, really inexperienced, really green, as he said. But you look on offense, you got Emory Jones and Anthony Richardson, and then not a lot of experience behind those guys as far as playing meaningful snaps in, in, in ball games. Uh, running back, you got Naquan Wright, but he's on the shelf uh, for, for the spring. So, you know, Billy Napier brought over Montreal Johnson from Louisiana. He's got a lot of game reps in just one year at Louisiana. Demarcus Bobo, Lorenzo Lingard, do not. Wide receiver, you got your starting – Group of receivers, Trent Whittemore wasn't at practice, uh, not practicing uh, for, for the Gators. But, you know, Justin Shorter, Trent Whittemore, Xavier Henderson, you expect you to be your three starters. They've played a lot of football. The guys behind them, not so much. Offensive line, the guys that you throw in there for those starting five, you can throw Michael Tarquin in there at six since he got to play a good bit last year. But behind those, you know, Garage and White and Eglacon and uh, Torrance, Braun, Tarquin, behind those guys, not a lot of experience. <laughs> so and you, we just went over it in the defensive episode this week, too, on Gators Breakdown. Brenton Cox, the edge rusher, not much behind him. Gervin Dexter, defensive tackle, not much behind him. Linebacker, you got a lot of experience with Ventro Miller. Hopper, gone. Diabate, gone. Not much experience behind Ventro Miller. Cornerback, Jason Marshall. And then that's, there you go. That's probably one in the secondary. You've got some guys who've got some snaps. Uh, there, so Billy Napier, you know, does sees it the way that we've kind of discussed it here the last couple of weeks. Is got some experience, but guys behind them, not so much. That's what this spring is for. All these position battles uh, that we've kind of been looking forward to, they're going to be taking shape and, and, and playing out in spring. And there's there's plenty, plenty of battles. And they may not be for starting roles, uh, but I mean, there's plenty of those too. But mainly for for Florida, just to build some depth right there. 
um, you know, behind these starters here uh, this spring. So that's what a lot of this spring will be. Is you know, a lot of the names we haven't heard they're going to be fighting just to get some snaps there with the starters and underneath the starters. So all right, keep it going right here, and we'll shift the focus a bit to more quarterback talk uh, just for the next few minutes on the episode. And Napier goes into, you know, about him going through the process of naming a quarterback starter. It's a body of work, you know, if that makes sense. I mean, we're a long way away from naming any player in that facility at any position, right? Right now we're trying to teach football. Competition is happening uh, each and every rep, each and every day. Um, I'm with them, right, every day in the meeting on the field. And uh, certainly, you know, when we do get to that point, it'll be about the body of work. We have something to compare it to. Um, and then I think as we go forward, that you know, I think the big thing here is the install increases, right? That will really uncover a lot about how quickly a guy can learn, how much he can retain, you know, how fast he can process. It's not only offensively, right, but it's the, the number of variables on offense combined with the number of variables on defense, right? So a lot going on. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the Deal. deal. Listen to the deal. Listen to the deal on Spotify. Good point there by Billy Napiers. Not just about the physical ability. That's what we talk about a lot. But in this transition time, who's going to get all the terminology in the new offense? Who's going to learn the playbook the, the, the fastest? And that may not be, you know, who, who knows the playbook the most, may not be the ultimate factor in who gets on the field. But you're going to have to show that you're learning along the way that during this install, these next four weeks, that you're getting it. You, know, you can't fall way behind there. You got an offseason. You got fall camp uh, to, to kind of get caught up in that area too, but can't fall way behind there. You got to kind of – honestly, just show also, also the dedication it takes to learn the playbook, learn the terminology. And, look, he's got to learn the players as well. Uh, but for these players, especially these quarterbacks, I mean – this team's looking look, looking at you, and you know, he mentioned that in the press conference uh, today, uh, as well as the the rest of the team is looking at you uh, to to as a as a model, as an example for 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 the rest of the team. So how you act goes a long way, Billy Napier says, and the way the uh, rest of your teammates uh, act and, and go along with the, their attitude and their approach as well. So you know, looking at quarterback. Now, they're not just going to be all about the physical ability that we talk so much about. You know, we personally, me, and I think Will and Nick, we talked about that a couple weeks ago, all lean towards Anthony Richardson because of that. But, you know, go in there, make sure you know the terminology, know the playbook, along with all those other quarterbacks. We'll see where Billy Napier makes his decision. I doubt we get a decision for, for the starting quarterback at a spring. Battle probably goes on uh, into the fall, but that would be something to look out for for Billy Napier. You know, how fast, once he knows, how fast will he name it? Will they keep the Utah Utes for the first game of the season guessing? Uh, but we'll probably get a pretty good inclination 
uh, as spring keeps going on, get that spring game and head into fall camp right after that. So I mentioned Anthony Richardson just a second ago, and that's where the conversation turns now. And we get Billy Napier's thoughts on what he saw from Anthony Richardson. He has been cleared. Um, but, you know, we are kind of limited the type of concepts that he's running in terms of putting him in position to where he has to, to move around too much, if that makes sense. A little bit of a quick whistle. You know, our quarterbacks are always non-contact. Um, so, but for the most part today, he participated just how he would participate uh, if he didn't have the surgery and wasn't returning from the injury. Yeah. I thought 15 had a good day. I was impressed with what I saw. You know, and, um, you know his, his attitude has been good. Um, you know, I think he's, he's impressed me with how he retains information, his attention to detail. And, you know, today, to be honest with you, it was the first time I've seen him throw the ball live, right? So I didn't get a chance to see him throw it uh, in bowl practice because he was injured. Um, and it certainly comes out of his hand really well. So, um, you know, he, there's, there's a reason why uh, people think that he has an opportunity to be a good player, right? And uh, it's our job to help him become the best player he can be. Um, you know, and I, that's, that's what we're going to do. There we go, Billy Napier talking about the development of Anthony Richardson. And, hey, look, he is cleared. He is ready to go. I know that was a big question coming into spring practices, the health of Anthony Richardson. I, I've let you guys know plenty of times, especially Gators Breakdown Plus Discord uh, and the episodes that we've had there, been asked plenty of times this offseason, what did it look like for Anthony Richardson? Was he going to be able to take part in spring practice? But you guys know everything along the way, yes, he was going to be able to. As long as there was no setbacks, the plan was Anthony Richardson would be at spring practice. He got cleared the day before spring uh, spring practice started on Tuesday, so he got cleared on Monday uh, that he was ready to go for spring practice. And as Billy Napier said, limited in some things. You're not going to ask him to do you know, a cr cr crazy things out there. You're not going to ask him to, to go cut certain ways and run certain plays that he doesn't need to right now at, at this moment in time. Get out there, uh, let, let him get all the experience he can. The best part about Anthony Richardson right now is availability. Uh, so you know, get out there, stay healthy, go through the motions, go through the reps, take all the reps you can. In this quarterback battle, that's what's definitely going on there. And I, and I like that Billy Napier mentioned that you know, Anthony Richardson can retain uh, what he's been thrown, thrown at, uh, what's been thrown at him so far. Uh, and we just mentioned, you know, what's going to go a long way in him naming a starter, whether retaining the information is going to go a long way in that. So Billy Napier made sure to kind of point that out there about Anthony Richardson. So let's get to hear from the man himself, Anthony Richardson, on getting healthy, getting back on that field for spring practice. I had surgery on my knee. Uh, that was pretty much my my main concern. Concern, um, but this this uh, past spring break, uh, I went up to Jacksonville, trained a little bit just to get my mechanics back in check. And uh, my QB trainer said I looked good, I felt good, so I just tried to showcase that today. So you really didn't throw a whole lot since last season. Yeah, honestly, I didn't. Uh, I really started throwing again towards the end of last month, like towards the middle. Uh, you know, because I was pretty like uh, immobilized. Uh, with the brace and everything. But once I got out of it, I tried to throw as much as I could, and I feel good now. There we go. Feels good now. So that's what we wanted to hear there from Anthony Richardson so he can go get in this quarterback battle with Emory Jones, with Jack Miller, with Jalen Kittner, with Carlos Del Rio Wilson, and couldn't ask for more. 
coming off that knee injury. And yes, he was limited uh, in this time off, couldn't throw a whole lot. And uh, I did talk to Denny Thompson, his quarterback trainer here in Jacksonville, uh, the last couple of days. And, you know, yeah, he trained with him. We saw the video uh, that was out, that was put out there. It was Anthony Richardson and Georgia quarterback Carson Beck. And you saw Anthony Richardson would no knee brace. He didn't have a knee brace at spring practice either. Uh, and you saw him moving around. You saw him shuffling his feet. You saw him throwing on the run. Those are the things we, we would love to see heading into spring practice. I didn't, I'm not even sure we would get that much. Sure glad we did. Uh, but out there with no knee brace as well is a really, really good sign there that Anthony Richardson's rehab went well and that he is recovering very nice, very nicely uh, from that surgery. So good to get him uh, out there and throwing the ball and getting all the experience he's going to need. I mean, this is a, it's a quarterback battle. I wanted, I think he'll win. His potential, I think, can win easily if he lives up to that potential and stays healthy. So we'll see where that goes. And I think Florida season – Rides Florida's potential, I think, rides on Anthony Richardson's potential. Sure glad he's out there at spring practice and hope that comes to fruition. Hope I'm not getting there <laughs> too big. Hope I'm not looking forward too much there, but I really, really do think uh, that um, Anthony Richardson needs to be out there this spring, needs to be getting all those reps because I think it's very important for Florida's season. Anthony Richardson was also asked about what he learned from last year on that field, getting – that start versus Georgia, getting those reps and taking over for Emory Jones uh, at different points in the season. What did he learn last year? Just the speed of the game and just getting used to uh, reps. You know, uh, I had some good games, I had some bad games, and I feel like that's the most important part. You know, just uh, being comfortable out there and getting used to how everything works and just having reps and just being confident when you play. It was kind of up and down with that last year. I mean, the reps. I mean, we, we talked about that a good bit last year in the reps. And, of course, some of it was due to injury beginning of the season, injured that hamstring, so it was hard to get reps. But even in the games versus FAU and USF every season, we wanted to see more. Then he gets hurt. So, all right, gets put on the back burner, comes versus Kentucky. We'd like to saw him, see him play a little bit more in that Kentucky game. Saves Florida versus LSU in almost comeback fashion. Puts Florida in that game. Puts Florida in position for a chance to win that game. Finally gets the start versus an historic defense versus Georgia. Well, that's why we wanted to see him play <laughs> more before that Georgia game. Get those important reps as he's talking about. Learn the speed of the game. I mean, he was still learning the speed of the game against one of the best defenses ever in college football. Recipe for disaster. I mean, I still think it was the right move. Uh, to see just where 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 that decision would go, Anthony Richardson. I thought that was still the best uh, option and route for Florida to possibly try to win that game, but it was going to be a tough task either way. Uh, so, and then finally, on basically one leg, beats FSU toward the end of the year, uh, or at in his last game uh, toward the end of the year, right before the bowl game versus UCF. So he got reps. How far? In a different offense, where those reps go, I mean, as he said, the speed of the game is the first thing he mentioned. Well, he did get that under his belt. So hopefully, hopefully when you take all that into account, a healthy spring, a healthy Anthony Richardson, getting all that experience from last year, tie all that together, if he's going to win this battle, you go in there with a pretty good quarterback in Billy Napier's first season. All right, so, of course, Anthony Richardson, not the only one. 
that we got to hear from today. Not the only quarterback we got to hear from today. Quarterback battle is kind of focused right here to start spring practice. Billy Napier also speaks on Emory Jones. For the most part, he's trying to learn a new system. Um, you know, we oftentimes will tell the quarterbacks that they're kind of the standard bearer of the organization, right? So everything that they do uh, should reflect the goals of the entire organization, right? If, if a player is observing our quarterback room and an individual quarterback on our team, uh, they would say that that's how it should be done, right? So a certain level of self-discipline in terms of how you live your life, right? Um, your work ethic, your discipline, your focus. Um, I think he's learning a new system, and, you know, there's a lot to be learned out there, not only for him, for, but for the entire quarterback group. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And Amber Jones has learned a lot, hasn't he? Uh, his, his career at Florida went through uh, and watched Felipe Franks go through a coaching change and, and help his career. Uh, by sticking around and, and playing with Dan Mullen and learn from Kyle Trask of the, the virtue of patience. And, you know, maybe kind of a maybe similar storyline here for Emory Jones, a little bit of patience um, sticking around uh, there. We'll get into his decision to, to, to stick around, but you talk about attitude. I mean, you're not going to get much better. This kid loves being a Gator. Uh, I have no problem. The Emory Jones wanting to battle it out, coming in, uh, not deciding not to transfer, giving it one more go around. And you'll hear from him and his thoughts on that. But, I mean, he carries himself well. I mean, he's a great teammate. Teammates like him. There's no harm. No harm whatsoever. And him coming in this spring, competing for this job, uh, and going to get that degree at, at Florida. But let's extend that conversation. Let's extend that conversation a bit and Emory Jones and get the story of him decide not to transfer and come back to Florida for a quarterback battle this spring. Basically, things went on uh, last year that I wasn't – really um, comfortable with and kind of didn't I want to be around that anymore and just like kind of want a new environment to start with but he kind of preached to me that that was what was happening here that they were bringing a new environment a new culture so I'm mean, not just um just trusting him and bought into it yeah I was really a close um but I mean uh coach Napier and coach O'Hare was sat me down well, all the offensive guys sat me down and basically said they went through my film and said they really we're excited about things that I have done, and they think they can make me a way better player than I have shown. And um, I mean, basically, I just want to give them a chance. Nah, I honestly, when they telling them that, I, I mean, I didn't want to be here, honestly. And they basically just told me. Um, I mean, like I said, they watched the film, went over everything, and I mean, they said that I was very talented, and they. Um, can do a lot to change a high play in the past. And I watched film on the quarterback from last year, and he's very talented, and he uh, does a lot of great things. So, I mean, that definitely uh, sold me. A big factor for me, I always wanted to uh, get a degree from here, so I'm definitely working towards that too. Yeah, working toward that degree, get that University of Florida degree. I mean, Emory Jones likes being a Gator, wants to be a Gator, comes back for it uh, on, on both sides of it, the student-athlete side of it. So, I mean, good. Good luck to him. Uh, I hope 
you know, he goes and goes in this in his quarterback battle. And I hope he makes it a quarterback battle. I mean, I, I think Anthony Richardson wins it either way, but I hope he goes in and pushes Anthony Richardson. I mean, it's only gonna make Anthony Richardson better. I mean, if Henry Jones can be what we thought he would be last year at this moment, that's a great thing for Florida. I still think Anthony Richardson would be, you know, put on the pedestal above that. But if Anthony, if Emory Jones goes out there and, and has a quarterback battle and has a, a successful quarterback battle, then would he be willing to stick at Florida and, and, and become a backup? And I think if he has that one, he'll, if he gets improved that much, I mean, would he look at say, all right, this staff improved me that much. It's still maybe lost out on the job. I'll stick here and Anthony Richardson's injury healthy. I, I may have a chance. I may, I may have a chance to go out there and, and help my teammates. And because out there and has some success, I would think he'd have to say, okay, well, didn't get this last year. I didn't, didn't have this success last year. Maybe it's Billy Napier. Maybe it's Ryan O'Hara. Those guys, some form of combination unlocks something in Emory Jones. I'm not, it, look, comes down to it. No, I, mean, I think a lot, a lot of that tape that we saw and, and production we saw last year, you know, there's a lot to that as well. Uh, I think it'd be hard to unlock Emory Jones to be a successful SEC quarterback, but. It's not out of the realm of <laughs> possibility. It'd be a great, great comeback story. Can he improve? Absolutely he can. I, I, I still don't think he's as bad as what he showed last year. Can he? Can, can that be enough to make this a true quarterback battle? We'll see. I mean, some of you out there, according to what you think of Anthony Richardson, I mean, I, obviously I'm high on him, uh, but I'm hoping Emory Jones is good enough to go pushing, pushing for the starting job, makes the whole team better. So talk about a quarterback battle. We know how close Anthony Richardson and Emory Jones are. It goes back to that relationship uh, last year. What does Anthony Richardson think about Emory Jones not transferring and coming back for this quarterback battle? He, he loves to work hard. He's going to work hard whenever he's doing something. So I'm not surprised he's still here. Uh, but after the bowl game, we did talk a little bit, uh, you know, because he did uh, put it out there that he was potentially leaving. So we talked a little bit just to get a little insight on that. But – and I'm still glad he's here working hard, pushing me. So thankful. Thankful there. Well, as we know, they're, they're friends there. As I said, it would be great if Emory Jones could go out there and push Anthony Richardson, push the whole quarterback room. I mean, we don't know the future of the, of the quarterback room. And keep bringing it up. I hate to bring it up, but until AR shows the consistency to be healthy, that is always going to linger in the back of the head of, this being a quarterback battle, and it could be a quarterback battle for a couple of reasons. It could be that lingering thought that Anthony Richardson could get hurt, or it could be the thought that, okay, maybe you're not sold on Anthony Richardson. Maybe his turnover issues are, are, are lingering in your head more so than the injuries or and, and with the injuries uh, there. So, I mean, if he doesn't get better in that department, and we know uh, Billy Napier's history there, and we, we detailed it of not turning the ball over at Louisiana. So, of course – and for every team, that's going to be a, a focus. But, you know, Billy Napier builds his offense around it. So you can tell it's a priority. You can tell, you know, your quarterback not turning the ball over is going to be a huge factor, probably factors into play calling as well. So he'd love the potential of unleashing an Anthony Richardson. But if he can't do that because of turnover issues, then, okay, that opens the door for all these quarterbacks to go out there, go have a battle, and then see who comes out on top. So a lot to get into there 
as we see it all play out over these 14, 15 practices, over these next four weeks heading into the spring game. Uh, but, you know, myself, I, Anthony Richardson, QB1, Jack Miller, Emory Jones, I think battling out for QB2. But I hope it all works out uh, for, for, for Emory Jones. I mean, I couldn't – no issue whatsoever. Uh, and if Billy Napier ends up seeing and unlocking something and he's the starter, then be right there behind him cheering him. <laughs> the fan of me would sit there cheering him on along the way. I'd still – I'd have my doubts, of course, you know, dating back to last year. But he goes out there and he beats a – Anthony Richardson that I see the potential in, then it would be hard not to get excited in that. I think Billy Napier is going to sit there and play the best quarterback. So, AR is fully healthy. Henry Jones still somehow comes out of that battle on top. That means I think you beat, went out and beat a pretty good quarterback. So, there we go. Got to hear from Billy Napier. Got to hear from Anthony Richardson. Got to hear from Henry Jones. That's a quarterback battle. Well, Ray Jones – all spring long. All right, so a few news and notes. Uh, you know, short practice session for the media, about 15 minutes of open practice. So not too much to glean out of that, especially with the first spring practice. But it is clear that it is Anthony Richardson, Emory Jones, the first two quarterbacks for, for, for this Gator team right now. Uh, sticking with the offense, all three running backs, nice day uh, there. You might have this thunder and lightning combo. Uh, with the, the lightning of, of Bowman and Lingard and then uh, the thunder with Montreal Johnson transfer from Louisiana. So I think Florida's got three good backs right here. Uh, and not only because Billy Napier, you know, 60% want to run the ball somewhere, you know, 55%, somewhere in that range. Not only just, I think, likes to run the ball, but given the, the build of this Florida offense, given the, the makeup of the running back room, I'd be leaning toward the run game as well, as well and letting the quarterbacks open up off a of play action, given what you have as a stable with those three running backs. Uh, some quick glances for the offensive line. Uh, Braun is at right guard. Josh Braun at right guard with Michael Tarquin at right tackle. That was the part of a starting offensive line. The left side, Garage, White, Equicon going there at center was pretty much what we expected. But the first one that we got out was Braun at right guard, Tarquin at right tackle. Osiris Torrance, not – now, look, first let me say this as well. That doesn't mean much in this first spring practice. <laughs> I don't think – there's no starters just because a, a, a unit rolls out there first. I don't think that's much of an inclination of much of anything right now. Osiris Torrance is going to be starting on this offensive line. I don't care what we saw today. So there we go. Uh, but the first one that was put together out there, Braun at right guard, Tarkin at right, right tackle. Uh, and also, I know he mentioned this on the Gator Collective Spaces uh, probably a little over a month ago, uh, but Finley Graham uh, was listed as a defensive back, but he – was out there with the wide receivers in the very first spring practice. And, look, this is a, a burner that we definitely want to see on special teams. Definitely want to see back there in a the kick return, punt return game. But if you can find a way to get creative, use his speed on offense, looks like they might be trying to unlock that just a bit right there. So, Finley Graham lining up a wide receiver. Other side of the ball, DeWan Black 
lining up playing inside linebacker there for the Gators. Him and Wingo uh, were out there. No Ventro Miller right now. Uh, not really sure. You, know, you have to be careful with reporting on injuries and, and, and how you deal with the injuries there with Billy Napier where I practice. Uh, but Ventro Miller, not out there. It was the one black Derek Wingo at the linebacker position there. No Jason Marshall either with that first group of defensive backs. As I said, not taking too much of it right now. Uh, but you had Avery Helm and um, uh, Jaden Hill uh, out, out there leading the charge at their cornerback position. Travis Johnson in the nickel uh, there, I believe, and uh, Trey Dean there at safety to go along with Rashad Torrance. So that's the way your defensive backfield looked uh, early on when they took the field uh, together. So, all right, as I said, I wouldn't think too much. I really, really, really would not read too much into who's out there unless you know about some injuries, as we, like I said, Ventro Miller not out there. Okay, still probably limited. So what, Jaden Hill coming back from an injury? Okay. Uh, Kimber from Georgia, the transfer from Georgia, Jevin Kimber, also kind of limited uh, there as well as he bounces back from his shoulder injury. So there you go. First practice in the book for the Gators for Billy Napier in his time at Florida. Getting on the field for the first time in this transition uh, for this team and his image. So lots to look forward to as well. We get the, another practice on Thursday. I believe, if I remember off the top of my head right, we get to hear from Patrick Tony for the first time uh, as Gators defensive coordinator. So lots to look forward to there. Really excited for that one uh, to hear from Patrick Tony uh, and um, uh, probably some defensive players uh, as well. So, all right, that gets you caught up on day one of spring practice on the Billy Napier. I'm the host of Gators Breakdown, David Waters. You can find me on Twitter at GatorDave underscore SEC. Guys and girls out there, thanks for listening to this episode of Gators Breakdown. <laughs>